Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, "What the f- are you talking about?" You insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 upfront for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Real life. Oh, that's not an intro. Sorry, Tyler. That's fine. No, that's good. I, I like that. It. Just hit it again. I'm Tyler, your rem truck here to tell you I'm fucking disgusting, bro. There you go. That's how you started. That's, that's the how, open. That's how you get going on episode five hundred one of the podcast. Do we oh. not have those buttons marked with what they say? Yeah, or? they say. How about this one, Chalmers? Joe's barbecue and foot massage. Joe's barbecue and foot massage. <laughs> it's like a, we've learned how, nothing in the first five hundred episodes, and we're going to learn even less in the next five hundred. It's how you get Liam to come. That's like a Liam call. Yeah. You know? It's his. What dog is the whistle, first so word they say? Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> Jones barbecue and foot massage. Jones barbecue, barbecue and foot. You've seen those. Ad, you've seen those ads, haven't you? No. The guys singing and dancing about <laughs> the company that doesn't exist. It's good. It's a barbecue restaurant foot massage parlor. Well, of course. I mean, why, those two are. What else would you even want to add to that mix? It seems perfect. Cold beer, come on, Undertaker. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, today's episode of the podcast. How about this? Oodle noodle hot box and foot massage. Ooh, delish. Oh, you- hot not a bottle noodle. I can't even do it. Yeah, you I can. can't even do it. That was a uh, take two. That was a miserable right, take attempt. Two. Let's go. You think that guy did it the first try? Probably not. He oh, got hell no. practice. Uh, the new Oodle Noodle Hot Hot Box. It's coming. It I'll is try coming it on Friday. It's delicious. Yeah, it's coming up this Friday. Is that it's a at bit? it's it's spicy, man. Is I, it a flavor you can get for any? Well, it's not called a cold a specific... box. No, it's a, yeah, it's a specific box. I see. Yeah, the hot hot box. Mm. Habaneros in there, baby. Giddy up, baby. I don't handle spicy foods well. I've been volunteered to do this hot, hot box interview thing we're doing on Friday. I am very nervous about what will happen to me. I think you'll be fine. It's like, it's it's hot to the point where you go, fuck, that's spicy, but it's not crazy. It won't let, yeah, I guess. Okay, well, that's good. Where you want it. If you have any burning questions you want us to address in our Oodle Noodle hot, hot box segment, um, send them our way. I don't know how. But I'm sure you can figure it out. Real life. Speaking of hot, hot boxes. Okay. Why wasn't the... <laughs> this is so stupid. You said a key word. No, it's not going where you think it was. It's dad joke corner. All right. Why couldn't the green pepper practice archery? Are you reading jokes off your phone? Because it didn't have an arrow. <laughs> ah, shit. I hate Phone that. jokes out. Not Somebody little, little said that for. to me yesterday on a group chat. And they knew how dumb it was, but then when you said habanero, just seemed like a natural fit. Like Jones barbecue foot massage. <laughs> See, take See? two. He hit it take on the two hit it on. But I was trying to do it with the hot hot box. Yeah, hot hot boxes. You can't do it. You try. Hoodle <laughs> noodle hot box foot massage. <laughs> no, but you only said one hot. Try to say two hot. Hoodle noodle hot hot box and foot massage. All right. So he's a pro though. Can't be done. Yeah. yeah. But on behalf of Hoodle Noodle, an Oilers clip in under. Th- 
One minute. <laughs> no, As a director, I insist you never do that again. Nah. <laughs> Ever. Fair enough. Ever. We're trying uh, to sell food. <laughs> uh, it's I'll, delicious. How about the only hockey going on this weekend being the Brick Tournament, where I think someone with the last name Tep is going to be the next Connor Bedard. Yeah, pretty much. He you just did, set all the records. You that, did a really good job. His 10-year-old has the weight of the world on his shoulders. That is the takeaway. Congrats. He broke the record with 29 point, 28, 29 points in the Brick Tournament. In eight games. And he took it away from Cole Caulfield, who had Never 22. heard of him. So another... Only time Cole Caulfield was ever the hot, tallest player in a tournament. This kid's been grown an inch since the brick. Yeah, he is. He's he's got size. Yeah, I saw K. And you know what? Like we've the nation's been covering the brick tournament. Brick tournament's a cool thing, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Go in the comments and like most of them are good, but there's always got to be a couple people who are like, "Dude, this is a bit much. It's just nine year old hockey." And it's like, but it's really, really the most exceptionally. Good nine-year-old hockey a there bit is. Much to complain so, about. Yeah, I know it's like, like, like we're doing it because they're Come nine. Come on, guys! You're putting it. You're like this is nine-year-old hockey. We like, thought this it would be feels s- off. This feels weird. And I'm just like we thought it would be. So what? we have meetings about this tournament where we thought it would be really cool to go in there and interview a bunch of kids exactly like they were pro players, and it worked. Yeah, like cool. really well. Yeah, it added it probably to their experience. Tyler was there. He was interviewing people. Waz was out yesterday for the finals. Matthias Sitting Ekholm right next there. to Matias Ekholm somehow. I think we need to find even younger people for you to interview your Amtrak. Was 10? Great. What w- would you be like on the four-year-old? Yeah. Was the other, the coach of the Montreal team, was that Nick Antropov? It was. Yes. That was Toronto Pro Hockey, I think, not Montreal. Oh, he was the coach he of the other there. team. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was Nick Antropov, yeah. Uh, wow. There was a lot of connections to, like, Patrick O'Sullivan's kid was there, former Oiler. He had a uh, long he, wizard beard. Mm-hmm. Do you remember Rico Fata? Of course. Oh, yeah. His kid was there. Yeah. He is the only the exception Selects. to my theory or Amtrak that I can tell you how good a player is based on their name. Yeah, Rico Fata. Like, I yeah. thought he was going to be amazing. Nothing. Nothing worked. Nothing worked for him. He's Ranger, wasn't he? Uh, by he's the Rangers. Penguin. I remember him as a penguin, oh, but I don't know what else. I have been playing a lot of Puck Doku recently. That's hard. It's hard. It's Kay. way hard. So did you know how this started? It's called the Immaculate Grid? Yeah. The baseball thing. Right? It was yep. the baseball thing. I'm not good at the baseball it, one. No, it's extremely hard. Yeah. Um, There is overlaps, I mean, but it's, uh, do you know what it is? No. Wanye, so what there is, is it's, a, it's a, a square of nine boxes. So three rows of three. And on the top, like a grid, we'll have like the Cleveland Indians and then on the side, it will be like the Seattle Mariners, Cleveland Guardians. Guardians. Why would I pick the only team? Guardians. Guardians on and the Seattle Mariners. And then you have to fill in the box with somebody who played for both teams. <laughs> oh, I see. But in the third row, it will be a stat yeah. that has to go with the, the, the teams listed in the left row. So it'll be like, has 300 plus home runs. You go down. And across will be the Texas Rangers, and you have to pick the player. Yep. You get one guess. Yep. And if you get that box wrong, you don't get it. Yep. Right? So you try to see how many you get. Maybe sometimes you get three. Maybe sometimes you get four. I've never gotten over three in baseball. I've never played the baseball one. I, I can tell you I'm equally bad at the hockey one. Oh, he's gotten two already. I went two in the for baseball two off the one. jump on the baseball because they were easy ones. My thing with the hockey is I try to push myself to get the best unique score. Zach Lang's unbelievable at it. He posts his every day. You know who else is great from the journal? Bruce McCurdy. Oh, yeah. So where I would ridiculous. So, so where do you get this hockey one? It's just puckdoku.com. Puck yeah. Puckdoku. Yep. D-O-K-U. Yep. Okay. Like today, I'm looking at today's, yeah, yeah, and again, yeah. I know I would I haven't played yet today. But I know I would be terrible. 
See, I'd love to play that, but you know that court order says I can't go to no Japanese websites? Eh. No, I can. Interesting. That was only for two years. <laughs> I can go again. See, I don't <laughs> see this to be as hard. But okay, we'll try to do it on the I'm fly. I'm going to yeah, try to do, do it on, on the fly, fly while we're doing yeah. it. And then, you, again, you only get, in this one, it's the nine shots. So there was an avalanche who played for the Leafs and the Senators who scored 40 goals in one year. No, they're all different players. No, so you got to match Three up the players. grid. So this player right here in this corner, top left, would have played for both the yeah. Avs and the Leafs. I and then understand. this one, you play for the Sens and the Avs. Wow, this is actually that's very hard. much harder than I thought. I'm gonna. Oh, it's, you can't just do it on the hard. fly. You got to yeah. think about. You got to sit in there. Yeah. You got to bake in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah Can they do one just on the Oilers? When there is an Oiler in it, I get so excited. Yeah, because I feel like then I'm on to something. Oh, but and that's how I really get my uniqueness score down. Yeah. Is when it was like Edmonton and Pittsburgh the other day, and I was like, boom, Josh Archibald. He was like one percent nailed yep. it. There was one where it was Devils and Blue Jackets, and I was like. Son of a bitch, Mike McKenna played for both of those teams. No, he wasn't the And answer. he was like 0.08% pick. It was oh. ridiculous. Dear. It's pretty funny. I already went 0 for 1. I was going to say, you missed one already. But if you love hockey history, it's, yeah. this is great. But like, I'm so bad at it. Frank my, said he my record is 6. Frank said he, yesterday was the first time I went perfect. Um, Frank said he talked to the guy, some d- dude from Calgary, who heard people on the radio talking about the Immaculate Grid, and he was literally like, I could probably make that for hockey. And then he just did it. Like what an asshole. No? That's how you flex how smart you are. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. Just kidding. He's fine. Yeah. All the right. answer for everything is Nick Antropov or Mike McKenna. How are we doing over there, Chalmers? So I got the, I got it. So I like, it's it's a lot easier to do the, like in the far right row is 40 plus goals in a single season. Mm-hmm. And the teams are the Avalanche, the Stars, and the Capitals. Oh. And so for the Avalanche, I went Peter Forsberg. I thought they had to be like all this, of them. Yeah, like the guy no. was the, oh, that. No, hard. yeah, that be, would be really yeah, hard. That'd be super. So hard. It's then hard for the stars, I went Mike Medano, which is true, and obviously Alexander Ovechkin, which was correct. So anybody who played for the Abs who had a forty goal season, yeah. So anybody that played for the Capitals that also played for the Senators, you could put in that box right there, and then vice versa, or so forth and so on. Mm-hmm. It's fun. Mm-hmm. It is fun. It's a nice it's, way to start your day. It is. So who Except made this I can't one? start my day. It's Some just jerk I sit Calgary. there and stare at it. Yeah. I'm going to try to do this immaculate grid for the first time during the show today. I'm now this podcast is just no <laughs> us talking. Yeah, yeah, just us playing, playing games. games on our I phones. won't play. Don't worry. Next up, I'm on Wordle. Don't yep. worry, listeners. Oh, it was a chase down today, boy. <laughs> what am I telling you? You still after it, eh? We have a group. Yeah, I don't do anymore. There's a group. I tapped out a while ago. If there wasn't a group of eight of my friends, me included, so seven others, that did it, which it's husband and wives, and, and that's that. What kind of freaky group is this? It's a Wordle group. What's actually called Wordle Dorks? Um, it's a what? Because we know group? we're dorks. What? Yeah, Wordle group. Oh, Wordle group. Wordle group. Wordle dorks. Wordle Because so we know that we're yeah. nerds. Um, but we, we took it to the next level once I joined, which was now we have a spreadsheet. Um, we go oh, seven, Jesus Christ, seven straight dude. weeks, and then the winner gets to p- d- pick a... Um, method of execution for of everybody else in the group that the other seven host oh wow oh, oh my lord yeah adding together. adding that in is way more fun I don't, than just I don't it helps us get you know what and like these are really good friends of mine but like I say there's always got to be a connection to like keep you talking to them or you don't can't reach out to every single one of your friends every single day yeah. so it just helps in my group chat there's a couple of guys who are still playing Wordle while the rest of us have all fallen off mm. so now it's just odd in the morning I'm like ah there's the Wordle I don't care about anymore you Put know? some stakes on it. Be the that first thing you do when you wake up in the morning. That'd be way more interesting. Yeah. 
So it's good. But the chase down is always the worst when you got like a word. You got all four letters, but then yeah. the first letter is different, and there's like seven different versions of that word. So anyways, that happened today. So yeah, this is what we talk about when the only thing that anybody cares about is Wanye and Victor Wembanyama. I've got a lot of Victor Wembanyama news to discuss. No, Number one, don't. he is no, very don't. tall. Number two, He's Brittany got clapped by his security. We he did could a retire now. We did. I know. He could retire now. And still be one of the top 10 San Antonio Spurs of the last millennium. Well. You generated yeah. more news already than bloody Tim Duncan ever did. Well. Well. <laughs> Tim Duncan's boring. You know he is. Well, sure. I suppose from a non-basketball. I don't remember his security <laughs> slapping anybody who was of any note. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Christina Aguilar didn't take one Not from even. Tim Duncan's security staff. Not even. <laughs> Uh, There's literally nothing I can contribute to Wemby talk. I don't really have a ton I can contribute to Wemby talk his either. His forearm, from his elbow to the tips of his fingers, is longer than most NBA players. So are you so, saying he doesn't fit the model of the Vitruvian man? This week. Oh, no, he doesn't. He's all disproportionate. Mm. This week is officially the <laughs> slowest week on the sports calendar, right? Is it really? Oh, can you tell? It's MLB All-Star Week. I can talk. MLB All-Star Week. Tonight's home run derby. Go Vladdy. Okay, that's fun. Oh, yeah, so I got a, I got a beer league slow pitch game right after at 9.30 tonight. Derby's at 6. Me and some of the guys are going to sit, crush beers, watch the derby, bet on it a little bit. Shout out to Betway, who have Vladdy at number two on the board. For you bet round tonight. by round? No, I have two bets locked in for tonight. I have, uh, that's a lie, I have three bets locked in. See, but Vladdy's got himself a little bit of uh, a test in round one, doesn't he? M- yeah, Mookie bets. I don't know if he's a huge test. It's a home run derby. Um, Vladdy, I have him at plus 360 to win the whole damn thing. I have it plus 825, Vladdy to meet Luis Robert Jr. in the final of the Chicago White Sox. And I have Vladdy to hit over, I think it's 49 home runs. I bet on the others to win the Stanley Cup yesterday. Can I get in on that? Yep. I just paid you for last year this morning. (laughs) Sounds like that wasn't net 30. Yeah. (laughs) No. Inflation. What what are what are our, our odds on that? Plus eight hundred. So for every dollar we bet, we get eight hundred back. <laughs> yep. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know how it works. Well, frankly, I don't care. Betway's listening to this podcast, screaming, "No, oh, no, yeah, no, 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 no!" Absolutely not how it works, dummy. Um, I'll pull it up. Anyways, yeah. So I'm in on the home run derby night. Then after this, it's there's like no sports to watch. Nine thirty. It's a little late for a men's league softball game. Why do you say that? Well, it's just the sun goes down at like 10.30. Like, how do Sunday you know the lights? lights? Oh, is there lights? Yeah, there's lights. Stand the lights. What men's league softball field has lights? He's wearing an Antoine Vermette jersey. You think he's a bozo who can't play <laughs> under the lights? <laughs> Antoine Vermette. Wow. Hey, good name to stash when you're playing Puck Doku yep. is Antoine Vermette. I, I think I like, could Puck Doku. I'll bet I you he's on there today. I think I got Ottawa him. and who, though? Where else did he go? Colorado Stars or, he was or a Caps? Blue Jacket Hartford. for a bit, I think. Yeah, he was a Blue Jacket. Where else did Antoine Vermette play? It really is fun. Like, me and my buddies have a group chat for it. And, like, it's great to see the random names that your friends will just, like, happen to remember. Antoine Vermette, Sen, Blue Jacket, Yote, Hawk, Duck. He covers a lot of ground, Puck Doku-wise. Uh, 20 would turn into 180 currently for the Oilers Stanley Cup odds. What'd you bet? I did 20 yesterday. Okay. I'm going to give you another 20. All right. Deal. I thought you were just about to reach into your wallet. Do you? You're just yeah, going to reach in and grab 20 bucks? Is that a muffin? No, it's in a plastic bag because I was walking here, <laughs> and I was worried I was going to get wet. This is fair. 
I put my phone in there and I was walking in here because I thought it was going to rain on the way. Not only is it a Ziploc bag, but it has Lightning McQueen and Mater on it. Sir, I have a child. (laughs) Do you think I have non-cartoon bags in my house for what, cocaine? So your bet has been placed successfully. Witness. (gasps) Witness, witness. And what do we get? 180 currently. You know what I would do with 180 bucks? More of these bags. Yeah, remind me of like like an eight-year-old that got sent to the pool. Oh, come on. (laughs) You know? You gonna reuse that for food later? No, I put my wallet in it and my phone. Yourself and Jay are the two most successful business people I know. Uh, That's a very bad sign. And no, and your (laughs) and your wallets are a car's ziploc bag, and Jay's is just uh, just a paper clip. Dude, I have one of those clip, Playboy. Look at that. Just a paper clip. It's one of the other. I have an alligator clip. Yeah. It's the best way to do it. Well, okay. People out there if you were going to their Gucci wallets and whatnot, you, and you need guys. to get better like influences around you, especially career wise. It can't be me and Jay at the top of the pyramid. <laughs> uh, no, I think I'm fine. I don't know that. Uh, if you were to actually like, <laughs> if you were to have some sort of a machine where you could interview me my first day on the real life podcast and now today, your influence would actually probably be fairly <laughs> substantial <laughs> in the basement of little brick, just staring at each other. Like we both know this won't work. Well, here we are now. It did work. 501. Brad Boys is another good name to keep in your puck doku brain. San Jose, Boston, St. Louis, Buffalo, Islanders, Panthers, Leafs. Who's oh, the player? Who's the player that's played on the most NHL? Team? Jason Strudwick. I think it's Mike Sillinger. Ooh, Strudy's a good name to keep in the back pocket. Too, oh, he's got a lot. Uh, Mike Sillinger. How about this? Wings, Ducks, Canucks, Flyers. Lightning, Panthers, Sens, Blue Jackets, Yotes, Blues, Preds, Islanders. He's covered half the league. 12 teams, dude. Like, there's a good chance Jeff, or, uh, Mike Sillinger is your answer. I think Jeff Sanderson's a good one, too. I burned him a couple days ago. He went Carolina, Vancouver, Buffalo, Columbus, Vancouver again, back to Columbus again, Phoenix, Philly, Edmonton. Good go. He ended in Edmonton? Yeah. That's the stuff. Three goals in 41 games. Now, who the hell was it that played for the oil? It wasn't James Neal, but he's had like 20 different PTOs. He just makes every team on a PTO. Former oiler. There like was, recent? Because um, like in the last five years. He was the answer. Toby, well, not Toby Reader, not, Al, not Alex Chason. Alex Chason had a bunch of PTOs. Did, yeah. Is it Chason I'm thinking of? Every year he'd get a PTO, but he'd make it every year. Yeah, maybe. James Neal also has bounced around yeah. quite ridiculous. Um, Adam Oates, good puck doku name. Went yeah, he to, went from like Oilers PTO, Canucks PTO. He was released from a PTO with the Coyotes last year, or I guess in 2022. So Alex Chason is a PTO yeah. king. Uh, Adam Oates went Red Wings, Blues, Bruins, Caps, Flyers, Ducks, Oilers. Crossed off again, almost a third of the league there. So pretty solid. Did he have one goal as an Oiler? Two. Oates? I remember when he played for the Oilers and it was like, when's he going to score? When's he going to score? And then I Did went I to the, it? Yeah. I went to the bathroom. And while I was in the bathroom at the old arena, he scored. And I remember being livid because I knew it. He was oh, yeah. never going to do it again. You know what else I remember about Adam Oates? He has like those eyes that look like he's wearing eyeliner. He also, but um, he's not. He also Maybe offered to give his contract money back. Wasn't that a thing? Pay the Oilers back? Yeah. Why? He was mad about it? No, like he, the way he played? Yeah, he was big mad. Oh, big, big mad. Shut up, Adam Oates. Yeah, you don't give that money. You don't back. give your money back. It feels like one of those things you say, and then when it comes down to like, all right, sign the paperwork, you're kind of like, yeah. Eh. I forgot. You think Wemby's giving back night one of the summer league? Shit. Yeah, nobody's giving any money back. Uh -uh. Wemby's not giving his money back. No. Why would you? He's a bust? He's too tall. (laughs) You know who I've been listening to talk a lot lately is Tony Yeo. Remember Tony Yeo? (laughs) No. Tony Yeo was a member of G-Unit. Remember G-Unit? 
Okay. He gets to talk on all the podcasts because he remembers all the good stories about 50 Cent being crazy and all sorts of shit. Mm-hmm. He remembers going to an event and Suge Knight pulling up with a whole bunch of Mexican gangsters and no one had ever seen a face tattoo before. And Suge Knight walked in this party and just smoked a cigar and stared everyone down. And the only one who wanted to go outside to fight? Eminem. Fight Suge Knight? Tony Yeo said the only guy who wasn't scared. 50 was even like kind of looking around nervously. The only guy who wasn't scared was Eminem. And that's why Eminem had the respective G-Unit. Whoa. It's a good story. That's a good story. Lloyd Banks also of G-Unit. Yeah. Lloyd Banks, great pandemic album. Mm, really? The Hunger for More? Yeah. Or no, The Inevitability. Something like that. Yeah. He went away for The forever. Course of the Inevitability. Pandemic came back. That's the name of it. Lloyd Banks. One time back. Lloyd Banks said in an XXL magazine he spent five grand a week on weed. And I thought at the time, that's too much. It's impossible. You either don't know enough about weed management <laughs> or you're buying too expensive of weed. He's the Ken Holland of buying weed. <laughs> Or he's just buying it for the whole day. Five grand a week, though, in in the 90s, right? You got to keep Tony Yeo lit. Tony Yeo. Talking New York. That's what he calls himself. Well, somehow we've already grinded through 20 minutes of this. It's not a grind. (laughs) Grind. It's not a grind. It's just, there's just. Your object's like, I don't know. What's the impact of Tony Yeo and the Oilers' penalty kill? Normally, right now, we'd be talking about Big Brother, but fucking Big Brother doesn't start till next month. I know. know. Ooh, here's a show I watched that I actually have some takes on. So I watched that show Jury Duty on Amazon. Where With Pauly Shore? No. Damn it. <laughs> so movie. the premise of the show was that this guy thinks he's signing up to do jury duty and oh. do and do a documentary about it. So he's oh. going to be followed around with cameras. Yeah. But everyone's an actor but him. Oh, this is a reality show? Yeah. It's kind of like, um, what was that? Average Joe or something? And it was the game show. And Pros one, versus Joe's? No, no. No, it was, it was called Average Joe. Like, Average Joe. And it was everybody was on it was an actor but him. And it was so, like it was like a challenge type of show where there's yeah. two teams mm. and you have to go perform a task. And then there was the Falcon Twist, remember? And he was the single nicest human being. J Rock was on that show. Yeah, J Rock. Jonathan Torrance and was on that show. And that's why it's like he was the host. Jonathan Torrance was the oh. host of that show, but also a contestant. But the guy that the guy that hosts the show wasn't J Rock. No. He's someone oh, famous, right. and if you like knew who he was, this jury duty show. Oh, jury duty! I thought we were still talking about that thing. Sorry, back to the show. What is this show? Okay, so it's basically yeah, James one- Marsden. Yeah, where do I James find James Marsden, the guy from Super Westworld? Famous, yeah, yeah, he's really famous, but he's in the show. He's in the show as a jury member. So the show goes on, and like increasingly <laughs> wacky stuff keeps happening, and the trial that is up that they're like a part of is basically like this. Business owner is trying to sue an employee for damages because he apparently came to work shit-faced, broke the t-shirt printing thing, and cost her all these high-end clients. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So she's suing him in, like, whatever. It's a civil suit or whatever they call it. This trial ends up taking 16 days, which I'm like, if I was there by, like, day three, I'd be like, this might be a setup. And as I'm watching the show, it was really funny and really well done, like, even if it was totally fake, it wasn't a full waste of my time because I laughed a lot of, of through the whole thing. It was very funny. But I just kept sitting there being like, okay, you are on the jury for a civil suit. You've been sequestered for 16 days. This shit takes time. I know, but I just felt like that part of it was a little unrealistic. After day three, yeah, he's, this guy's got to be like, what the hell is going on? And then like they keep going out to all these 
places like they're like oh the court said you guys are allowed to go to margaritaville tonight and sit in like a room oh my and, like, god go for dinner that's not jury duty well yeah so like all this <laughs> stuff happens and this dude just continues to be like the nicest human possible to everyone he's like the most understanding dude all this shit so now i have all these theories about what actually went down because i read up on it he's obviously signed an nda so all his interviews are him being like oh there were a couple points where i was like is this like a gag show but like i never really thought that like i didn't want to be that narcissistic blah 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 um and then I went through some Reddit <laughs> threads to be like, there's got to be like something about this. Like it has to be fake. And my running theory is that he figured it out in his head at one point and was like, fuck it. I'm just going to like keep rolling. He knew he signed up for a documentary. I think he figured it out and was like, this is clearly like some sort of reality show test. And I'm just going to like try to be a good guy. I'm going to say nine times out of 10, if you think the situation that you're in is a reality show, it's not. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, if you're really on jury duty and they're, like, explaining how the guy hacked the other guy up with a machete and you're like, wait a minute, is this a show? <laughs> you no. don't want to be the guy who ever stands up. Yeah. But I think in your head you might be like, this is a setup. I need to, like, perform. Is that James Madsen? But, so, <laughs> is but this they, real? But they make it a thing in the show where, like, James Marsden's there oh, Marsden. and he's, like, plays himself. Oh. And he's, like, trying to get this role while the show's going on. So he's, like, being a diva. The reason they're in sequester is because he's on the jury and, like, there's too much paparazzi, so they got to hide them all. It's a whole sh It's, like, a very... They're running out of, like, have you seen Stars on Mars? Have you seen no. this show? Oh, Which is McLovin? a fake mars simulator and all these celebrities are like locked inside this building to pretend that they're on mars for marshawn lynch is in that, that what the hell is going on i once got summoned uh for jury duty for a 42 week trial you did i did yeah and then i got out of it because i was like well i i'm not gonna fucking go bankrupt here well the, a lot of people who are on juries or are public defenders go bankrupt during long trials yeah so you're then only given I got out of it and then down the line, I found the article again of it was a guy named Vimal Chandra Iyer faced 40 counts of online fraud worth an estimated $6.5 million. And the trial was slated to go for 42 weeks. That is who the hell would say yes. <laughs> I don't know. Um, there was a funny thing in like the final episode. So like they're only 22 minute episodes, like sitcom length. And it's only eight episodes. So that's why I'm not like, oh, I wasted my that's time. That's an easy watch. Because it was easy to crush through in like two days. Um, but there was a part in there where they, I guess, had originally written in that one of the characters was going to do the family guy bit of, I can't be on the jury. I'm racist. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, no. And they go, they showed them in like their pre-production meeting. And they were like, no, no. Like, scratch that out. We're not doing that bit. It's not believable enough that someone would do that. And then in the first, like, 10 minutes of the show, this guy goes in the waiting room. He's waiting for juries talking to the guy. And the guy's like, so how do people get out of this? And the guy who's not an actor goes, I saw this bit on Family Guy where uh, Peter just says he's racist and he can't do it. And it cuts to the room of directors and writers watching him say it live. And they're, like, rolling <laughs> on the ground. They're like, holy shit, put it back in. We're doing the bit. Like, Did they? Yeah. And like, But, like, it was funny to see that, like, all these scenarios kind of popped up for them. And he started to, like... He was taking the trial very seriously. So they showed like the writers like having freakouts being like, he's figuring out stuff about the trial we haven't written yet. Like, what are we going to do? Like, why is he taking this so seriously? It was an interesting show. I'd That's like to watching. be on jury duty, I think, but for like maybe an afternoon. Yeah. That's the most I can give you. Speed jury duty? Weeks? Yeah. Where you're in 15 I'll trials simultaneously? 15 in a row. Give me the gist of it. Guilty. Give me the gist of it. Not guilty. Give me the gist of it. Hung jury. 100%. Hung jury. Is jury one of those things where like 
you just never think you're going to get the letter. And then when you do, how, you, what's your initial feeling from it? Like I've gotten it twice. Really? Yeah. Jesus. So they essentially, you just get a letter and it says, this is the date you have to show up for your jury summons. Yeah. Can you make it? Can you not? If you say no, you've got to give a reason, like a valid reason. I feel like the judicial system knows not to send me mail. Yeah. Just so like, like mm, uh, he's not a jury of peers. That is an idiot. I can't even, I cancel like my dentist appointments like four or five times before I finally make it. Like how the hell? I've never yeah. gone. You know. can go to jail if you're summoned on jury duty and don't appear. Yeah, I know. Yeah. No, you got it. Then go. you got to have a jury for that trial. Mm-hmm. And so then you got 12 jurors deciding why one juror couldn't go in the other. And then you, man, it's a disaster. Yeah. Next thing you know, we're all in jury duty. I just think you show up covered in mustard and the like. 42 yeah. weeks, so you get paid for that? No. You get 50 bucks a day, I think, but to a maximum. What? This is why people go bankrupt to so they get summoned for jur- jury duty. But who, and is that just to eat? $50 a day to a max of $1,000 a month. That's just to eat? Or like, Commerce like spends that kind of money on shoelaces. It, that's like your, your daily stipend. That's your per diem. You're basically paid AHL wages with no wage. Who the hell would ever do that? Crazy people. Old people. Retirees, the unemployable. People who are going to commit a crime themselves and want to know how to do, get away with it. <laughs> In the 42-week one, though, you're going home every night? I, I honestly don't know. You'd have to. There's no way they can just make you live in a hotel sequestered for a year. 42 weeks in a travel lodge? The best. I'll be naming, <laughs> yeah, I'll be sending everyone to the people. gas chamber. Uh, uh, this guy's yeah. here on white collar fraud. Death isn't even an option for this guy. Kill him. Send him to the death chamber. You get a letter. You're like, I'm being asked to sit on a jury for robbing convenience stores. Holy shit. I've been robbing convenience stores. Let's see. Let's get inside here a little bit. A little inside baseball. I'll come away from this knowing how to rob a convenience store and get away from it. Let's see where this goes. Yeah. It'd be cool if they had jury duty to like judge a bikini competition. Hmm. Then I would like to stay for 45 weeks. Still give them the death penalty. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine they're like the Hawaiian Tropic juries being selected. It's 45 weeks. Mm-hmm. I'd be in. Is Hawaiian Tropic still in business? Look I like hope it. so. Probably it should not. be. I'm sure. In this day and age, they probably. Do a fine not. product. <laughs> All right. Changing gears, I'm going to the my first Stingers game on Thursday. I'm excited. I love that we're really getting out and doing the local sports thing this summer. Yeah. You've crossed everything off the list. I want this to see This will be Stingers. the last one. Unless there's like, you know, croquet or something. I got to go check out. What do the Stingers play? At the, the Expo Hangar Center. The Expo Center. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. It's hard to envision going in there for like a... It's a hidden room. I'd never seen it before. Really? It holds hold like 4,000 people. Yeah, the last time I was in there, I was to see like a concert back in whatever. Did we talk about that on, good God, was that Friday or Saturday night? Friday. That we, the nation, collectively went to a Riverhawks game. We did. And we had a lot of fun. And a lot of beers. And that place was very busy. It It is so good to see. It's packed. I was driving up there, and I was like, this can't be just for the Riverhawks game. There's got to be something else. It was Taylor Swift concert. Hottest ticket in town that night, man. Like, people were... It was good. Tyler went on the big screen, got the people Oh, he got fired him fired up. up. Slammed a beer. Get with you in going. the background on the screen, with you in the foreground going woo, that's one of the best pictures I've seen in a while. You did a great job. Good. Yeah, You got the people good. fired up. Yep. Start off with an Oilers question. Let them right into it. They came in the box, and they just said, who wants to fire them up? And some, I think, you, did, you, uh, did you... I probably just volunteered. I was already I think you volunteered. Yeah, you had blades and, on. Yeah. yeah good. Yeah, it was good. Blades, not shades. I love the river. It was a good game. Zero, zero till the, till the bottom of the 10th. Yeah. Or top of the 10th inning. Tenth. That's yeah. the way baseball is meant to be played. <laughs> <laughs> Fastest game in the history of games. It was yeah. over like 
So it was, it went quick. And then all of a sudden, and it was also good to see how many people were in there because you, at one point you're like, I'm going to go buy a hat. And I'm like, cool. I hate lines. If you buy a hat, buy me a hat, send you some money. Yeah. And then you ended up not getting one. Cause there was just, it was just, it hats. was, the, the, it was chaos. The merch line was too long. It wasn't the line. It was oh. the amount of people just trying to simply get a hat. Ah. I got, I, I was able to reach in and grab one. I went to the mirror, I put it on. I look back and I'm like, this one doesn't fit. I can't even see the thing. I'm like, how am I going to get a second one? <laughs> I just looked and went, this ain't handing. I'm not doing this. Yep. And what did you I do with it, the hat you were wearing? I put it back up on the shelf. I got oh. my way in there. I put it back up on the shelf. Actually, no, somebody asked me for it. I had put the first one back. I had grabbed a second one to see if the small medium fit a little better than the medium large. Some guy looked at me. There was only two left. And he's like, is that one this size? And I'm like, yeah, here. He put it on. I walked out. They also got nice merch. Yeah. Riverhawks merch is nice. One I said, I don't want to buy the same hat as JR, but like, there's only like, there's four different kinds. There wasn't that many flavors though. Right. Get a Stingers hat. Red. I'm going to check out the Stingers merch when I'm there on it's Thursday. It's hot. One time I went to a San Francisco Giants game and I was mind blown by how many hat options they had in the ProFit dispensary oh. station. And I was standing at the front just looking at all the hats and this nice lady came and she's like, where are you from, dear? And I was like, Canada. And she's like, you haven't seen as many hats before, have you? Like, it was oh, the same though. When, uh, color hat. when we went to <laughs> Toronto last summer, I went into, what's that mall downtown, Tyler? Uh, Eaton Center. So the Jay's store in there, the fucking hat wall is intense. I would love that many where there's hat options. Me too. You get zero. I'd love that many profit options. Yes. Yeah. Unsurprisingly, I came away with that hat from that hat wall with a hat that fit great. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we've all had a moment to sit there and look at the fence in left field where JR is going to only be able to pull. It's so funny that you run. brought this up because we were sitting there in the suite right behind the, the dugout, the the dugout on dugout. the third baseline. Yeah. And you lean out onto the field and go, huh, that's pretty far. Yeah. I mean, it's super far. And that's from there at third base. But all of us talking about it in the box was very funny. It was very funny. Like to the point where I'm looking down at these guys. I'm like, let's just ask. Let's start asking the players. <laughs> Don't interfere. They're trying to river hop. Oh, no. They want to <laughs> They want to, They want. want to. to be a part of the game. I gave one of the guys a zin. Yeah, he did. You did? <laughs> well, yeah. Then he followed me on Instagram. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Transaction complete. Yep. Saw my boy KJ Ward. He popped the pitcher? He popped his head out for a minute, said, what's up? And then he what? went and threw 98 miles an hour the next the day? The next day. Well, what was your take sitting there in the box? Do or no do? Because we're going on Thursday. I still think he's not going to do it. I've been stringent in the fact so he's that he's lucky because he's a righty, though, right? He's a righty. So it's no, gonna, it's isn't it? The, oh no, sorry, if he was a lefty, is the yeah, shorter, yeah, right, shorter yeah, fence. Yeah, um, yeah, it'll be it'll be tough. So, anyways, that's how we're mixing it up this week. Is our Thursday episode is going to happen right after we do the home run derby? We're going to film it. We're going to release all that stuff, but I guess the listeners of the podcast will know first yep. when we record that podcast immediately. After, Whether or not he did it. Whether or not he did it. And then you'll get to see some hilarious video content. I sent an email out today mapping out how we're going to shoot this thing. And Liam is coming. And Liam was like, can I just go shag fly balls? So I told Kennedy. Oh, I want to do that. Oh, I, we can all do that. Actually, it might be funny to do it for you, but I thought since Liam probably here, he's not going to hit. He's just going to stay in the outfield. I said, Kennedy, bring your GoPro and let's GoPro up Liam. And have like Liam oh, Cam. Be so good. Oh my God, a ball, a, a pot fly coming in on him and he's it'd tracking so it. <laughs> oh, God, it'd be great. Got to. Yeah. So we got that. I got two cameras, three cameras coming, I think, to set up a few different angles to make sure if this happens, we, we get it documented very well. I love it. Thursday. I think that I should almost like go first to let him see what it looks like. 
Remember when you guys went to play frisbee golf with Josh T. Park filming it, and then he quit. He, Who's, was, he had already quit. Did we learn <laughs> any? No, he did not. Yes, he, he did. No. He qu- yes. He went out for frisbee golf, gainfully employed by the Nation Network, <laughs> and then said, you know what? I don't want to edit this. And he quit. And I'm just wondering, have we learned anything? <laughs> now we're bringing everybody into film. What if they all quit? Well. Then you're up shit creek. Yep. yep. Who, will, who, who will be famed for their love of bananas if Liam quits after the GoPro incident? You think you're just going to find another banana lever on the street you can bring in? Uh, head scout no probably not yeah it's quite the unique skill set Mm -hmm. (laughs) they they do a lot of good things during the uh breaks like in the inning breaks yeah where they have just people racing each other that shouldn't be racing each other (laughs) and like (laughs) like potato sack races just oh it's fun it's good it's good entertainment it was yeah great night yeah a lot of fun that was i went to three river hawks games last week they're all fun one week? Yeah. Wow. Are you it's a like river hawk? It's great. I love it. And like, just so everybody knows, like there's minimal like synergy between the two companies. Like it's not like we are. No, like, no, no. We just, we go to hang We out. just go, man. Like, yeah. like I know that JR, like I know that Doodle Noodle has a partnership with them and stuff. But it's like, not a very it's lucrative not like deal. We're trying to support them. They are giving us no. stacks of money to say good things about the river hawks. We do not. I always think that when we talk about it, like. We're there because we believe. That. Son, it's find me a better night out too. I sat there with a mini slider and a beer in one hand. Yeah, it wasn't a beer, but it was a double Ryan Coke. And <laughs> I just was listening to the, the crack of the bat and I was just in heaven sitting there with the boys. Someone DM me and was like, you posted more content. They're talking to me. They posted more content at a Riverhawks game than you did at all of draft week. And I was like, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I guess I, I kind of did. Fair enough. Oh, one it. of them was infinitely more fun, so. And then I got to control the cameras after. I don't know if I'm supposed to talk about that, but I did it anyway. I don't think so. <laughs> I think Dr. Randy Gregg would have issue with you working the keys. I did, not, I did not control Dr. Gregg? the cameras. Yeah. Yeah. We should try to get him on the show this summer, actually. That'd be a cool interview to just talk about like this, how the Riverhawks have kind of grown and all that. If you think that somebody who can simultaneously win a Stanley Cup and qualify to be a medical doctor in the same month <laughs> is impressive, then Dr. Greg is one of the few people on earth you should speak to. Mm-hmm. There you go. He's two different catches. He's a doctor and a hockey. He's hockey doctor. Wild. I would like to talk good, to him. Good a, TV show idea. Hockey doctor? Yeah. Because it's 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 not just him. It's, is he the doctor that is also on the team and he plays? Yeah. All right. No, at night, he's a hockey star, and in the daytime, he's a doctor of some variety. It's like a full family affair over there. Maybe a proctologist. Too. At the River Oaks? Yeah. There's a lot of the family members that oh, really? have helped out with it and like work at it. And the and Greggs, yeah, yeah, the, his sons, like a in charge. ton of them, and they're all great people and they do a great job. And I'd like to talk to him about basically why he thought he could make it work would be my number one question because they've seen it in the past, you know. I think trappers, it's just prospects. the love of the game. If you yeah. apply yourself diligently, you will eventually succeed. But like again on Friday night, it was a. There was a lot of people in there. I don't know what the attendance was, but it was there was a good crowd in there again. I mean, the kids like above us all yelling for baseballs. Yeah, like just constantly, like they're in it. And then after the game, going on the field, and the the kids that play for the Riverhawks come up, and it must be cool for them because these kids they treat them like they're big leaguers, and they're all oh, yeah. getting. It was uh, it was like very busy, and for a very long time on the field. Mm-hmm. You know, getting getting your hat signed, getting your balls like getting your balls signed. 
There it is. Baseballs. Now I'll go to a Riverhawks game. I didn't even know that was on the menu. <laughs> oh, Jesus. It is Monday. I'm just marching around after it. I don't know what to talk just about. Around. Where's the Four ball Four Sharpies in my pants ball. down. Chalmers said. <laughs> and now that jury. Uh, can, you pull, can you pull them tight, sir? <laughs> At least. I've already signed here. I haven't washed. <laughs> it's pull them tight, he says. Uh, today's episode of the podcast <laughs> brought to you by Wilhawk Beef Jerky. If you don't want your name associated with that, if you don't want your if you don't want your balls to be signed looking like Wilhawk Beef Jerky, uh, pull them tight, son. Wilhawkbeefjerky.com <laughs> is where you can find out more about just exactly how they can help you load up on beef jerky this summer. <laughs> they also have three locations in the Edmonton area: out in Spruce Grove on McLeod Ave, out in Leduc on Forty Seventh Street. And in West Edmonton Mall, right by the ice arena. Thing. Well, repeat the guarantee. If you actually go and eat this and don't like it, message us and we will figure out a way and to make you whole. we will sign your balls. Because, yes, or you will sign ours. Because <laughs> it is delicious. There are very few products best. in this world I would stand behind as yep. much as Will Hawk Beef Jerky. My favorite thing is when we do this same ad on Willow's Nation Radio. Rick Rick always chimes in, not about the beef jerky or the delicious uh, garlic sticks you can get there, but it's the pickled eggs that Rick is after, which I which I love. I didn't know they sold them, but I did. All right, we're going to step aside for a quick ad. <laughs> a lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend, but what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Real life. <laughs> they just did it. We have many ads. It's true. It's many lucrative. Clients we must please. We are um, publicly traded. Should we talk about the fact that this show has been around for 501 episodes, has never had Wayne Gretzky on. Leafs Morning Take has been around for about seven months, got Wayne Gretzky on. Are you sure we haven't had Gretzky on? Who's Leafs Morning Take? Nick Alberga and Jay Rosso. Our Leaf show. How'd they get them? How'd they get him? Well, Gretzky's a famous Maple Leaf. Nick Alberga's Rolodex is complex. Nick Alberga, he sounds like a Bond villain. He kind of is too. <laughs> he 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 would play that part well. I could absolutely see him playing a Bond villain. 
what where did he where did he get said Rolodex? Worked at Sportsnet, worked at Sirius XM. Okay. He's a grinder. He's Good. a grinder. Good. And he loves he loves the chase of like texting Wayne Gretzky three or four times and being like, let's do it, let's do it, let's do it. And then eventually he gets a yes and it works. It's a really impressive stuff. And their interview with him was very good. I listened to it over the weekend because they recorded it on Monday. Um, and Gretzky said some interesting stuff. Talked about how he's, you know, always, always considers himself an oiler. I'm an oiler nice. through and through is the quote. Then he still was like, I'm kind of involved in the front office. Maybe. Not really. Yeah. Wink. Yeah. With the oil, he said. Mm-hmm. Zachary Lang has that up at OilersNation.com. The quotes from Wayne. What do you mean? That. What he means is the check's still cash. Hell yeah. <laughs> but. Then they say, Gretz, come here and be in the crowd for a game. Wayne Gretzky clapping during the 2017 playoffs was more entertaining than the 2013 season. And when he would throw his hands in the air? The best. I loved it. Your hands. Playoff Wayne was the best. The best. What do we think about Dana White going full heel and bringing out the president of the ex-president? I don't know if that makes him a heel. I think that might be the next president. Well, he's just really... He's really... Digging in. The stage is going wild. He brought cause. Donald Trump into, uh, he walked him in like he was a character in a wrestling. It like is like all it was, wrestling. Like it was WWF it wrestling. It is WWF. I mean, he's pandering to his audience. But he also knows how to get some attention. Like, say what you will about the UFC, Dana White knows how to get attention. That's why he works with the Nelk boys, but the NHL won't. The Nelk yeah. boys. Now I'm wondering oh, if the NHL is going to work with Trump. Maybe. Probably not. Which one? I don't know. Steve. Steve Eric. Trump. Steve will do it or something. Yeah. You don't like him. I no, saw one of them, the no, little guy Steiny. I saw him at the airport when we were we coming, were in L.A. We were coming back from L.A. We were flying L.A. To and you were like, "Hey, it's that guy." I'm like, <laughs> "I was like, hey, there's that Steiny guy from Nelk." And he walked up to the airline attendant. He was getting on the flight next to us. I was going to L.A. to Montreal, and he goes, "Hey, when's boarding?" And the person's like, 15 minutes." He goes, "Can I just hop on right now?" They're like, "No." <laughs> And he turned around and walked away. <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, you Man, thought you were getting like, somewhere." That's being top dog. Can I get on now? No. <laughs> She's <laughs> like, oh, yeah, yeah. No, let me just fire up all this equipment. Yeah, yeah let's just, let me yep. just open the door for you. Start scanning yeah, some yeah, shit. Sure. Mm-hmm. It's like, fuck, man. You are not that. You're famous, but you're not that kind of famous. Here's mm-hmm. what I'm worried about, your Amchuk. People be throwing things at singers and rappers. Yeah, I got to stop that. And it cannot continue. Who's the latest one? Just Drake got hit. With what? A phone. Well, now I'm pissed off. Well, you can't throw stuff at people on stage. Harry Styles got hit. That was who I was thinking of. Harry Styles just got hit too. It's ridiculous. You know what? They're. I think they're going to go... Hologram. I think they're going to do nets around the stages like at hockey rinks. I think that... But did you not... Did you see Adele say, I dare you... I have a t-shirt cannon up here. Yeah, she had a cannon with her. But like if you're clocking Harry Styles and Drake, you're not respectful of shit. No, you're just. Why are you throwing? The internet made at, people too brave. They think no, it's just giving it. people dumb ideas. God is my witness. If Beyonce gets hit, I will start punching people I know <laughs> and work my way towards who did it. <laughs> you're first. Ah, no, that's fair. I probably have it coming for other Queen B. She must be protected at all costs. Who else? Yeah. The Drake thing fires me up. Well, also, we're still waiting for that new Drake album that he, I, we thought he was going to drop two weeks ago. I'm very pissed off. He's my cold performer if we did that on this podcast. Wow, that's savage. What do you think about I his photo with Ty Domi? That was funny. He knows how to get himself going, like marketing-wise. You know? Oh, yeah. I didn't know Drake was supposed to have a new album. Do you think he really Brawl. DM'd the um, NHL? I bet you he did. Saying what? I just met Ty Domi? Probably. That's cool. <laughs> um, Hello, Drake here. <laughs> Aubrey. <laughs> Aubrey here. Who did I listen to? There was someone. Oh, I was listening to that AJ Galante guy from the Dansbury Trashers. 
And he was telling Wait, you this, listen to his podcast. Yeah, he was telling the story about uh, <laughs> how he got Drake that jersey. Oh yeah, when like the yeah, yeah. doc was when hot. It was hot Drake, yeah. Was, yeah, yeah. So literally, he got followed by Drake, and he was like, "At that point, I know how to work social media." So everyone who DM'd me, I responded to, and like Drake DM'd him, and he didn't respond immediately because he was like, "I had all these other DMs to respond to until I got to his." And then one of his friends was like, "No, you idiot! Like respond now." Drake asked for the jersey, and Drake DM'd him and was like. Yo, jersey? Didn't he break it out of a f- yeah. frame or something? And say so, so he was like, well, the only jersey I had on hand was mine in a frame that was sealed. So he was like, I just walked up and punched the glass out, pulled the jersey. That's how you do. Him. Yeah, Drake I asked remember, for that jersey. I remember thinking I was going to hate that AJ Galante guy, but really liking him. He was cool. Yeah. He had some redeemable qualities. Anyways, yeah, BM, we are waiting for a new Drake album. There was some talk and rumors that he was going to uh, drop it the Friday before his tour started as a way to like, Get the tour even more hype. It's going to be called For All the Dogs. Yo. Which is a great title for an great. album. Great. That means it's going to be a good album. He's going to go back to just mostly rapping with a little bit of singing. Yeah, well, that's it's what so it's going to be. I it's going to be sick. I'm curious because uh, we'll see what happens because I like Dancy Drake. Well, so I do I. I like every Drake. Yeah, me, yeah, too. me too. Like, I like all of them. He's like three different performers in one. I like all yeah. three. I mean, the least of my favorites were the more like dance number, like say one line 25 times in a song type of those, Drake. But they I don't still love them, but there's a few that are good. Like they play in the background and you're like, mm-hmm. yeah, they have, you they get you bopping. And you're just like, okay, I get it. You know but that song passion fruit. It's yep. my brother-in-law's single favorite he song. He loves ever. that song. I was yeah. just going to say that is one of the best Drake it's, songs ever, yeah, but it great. doesn't even sound like a Drake song. It just nope. sounds like a song. Nope. If you told me that wasn't Drake, I'd have said, sure. I think it's a great song too. There's only one thing left for Drake to do. A duet with his dad. I'm actually surprised he hasn't. You know his dad has albums out, Chalmers? There's that one... Album. There's that one song where his dad's like doing a, a Worst behavior in the video. Oh. No, like this is a like recent. And his dad's just like, I'm in the studio trying to finish this up. Ooh, Drake said his dad sends him songs. And he's like, dad, put that out. He's like, that's just for the vault. And he's like, I don't have a vault. And I'm Drake. If you make a song, put the song out. My the dad thing. got his ta- face tattooed on his arm. I was just going to say, my favorite thing about Drake's dad is the tattoo on his arm. He used to which not pick him up to go way. fishing, and then he got a Drake tattoo to prove to the gals it's Drake's dad. Holy, hold tattoo. on. Dennis Graham has a tattoo of his son, Aubrey Graham. Within the last two years. On his arm. And, lo- and Google it, Chalmers. It is the worst yes. Drake tattoo ever. I don't know if I want. It's fresh. It. And when you know that he was a deadbeat dad before Aubrey was Drake, it really makes me mad. Because it's like he went with skinny Drake, too. Like, you don't want... That's yeah, like the era Drake you got. Light beard, short hair, hair Drake. I'd get um, Toronto Raptor Parade Drake if I was going to get a tattoo. Mm. Just like crushing beers. Remember how excited he was? Yeah. It's a bad tattoo. That is a really bad tattoo, Dennis. Is Aubrey not giving him money? Oh, he's giving him money. <laughs> then why couldn't he find a better tattoo? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I used to follow. I went through a period where I followed Beyonce's mom and Drake's dad and celebrity parents on social probably 20 or 30 of them. And then I had to stop because it's ridiculous. Yep. If I see Tina okay. Knowles lay claim to being Beyonce's mother one more time on Instagram and I had to leave. And Aubrey's dad was no better. He'd be like, yeah, it's just me and a 65 year old hottie out in Turks and Caicos. Shout out champagne poppy. He doesn't deserve this. I think to myself, uh, I wanted to get this out there. This was one of my questions, points of topic for today. Patrick Mahomes finished up his uh, dream home in Kansas City. It has a giant pool, obviously, a private pond, which is weird. Different than the pool. 
one par three golf hole, mm-hmm. half a football field with Mahomes logo in the middle. Mm-hmm. The one thing I like, I kind of get it, but kind of don't, is the idea of having when they're like, oh, my home has one golf hole on it. Why? Because you can go practice like a million things on it from 150 in. If you have okay. a one or, or 175 yard hole, you can practice 175 yard shots all the way down to 100 yard shots. You put like two bunkers in around it. You can practice your bunker shots. Like mm, that makes more sense. So we made a practice range at our golf course, and instead of it just being like your typical driving range with signs out there that tell you how yeah. far it is, and a sand trap over here, you basically make a golf hole with every type of shot you can play from 150 in. Hmm. And that's how you work. That's how you like work. So now it makes more sense to me. At first yeah. I was just like, why would yeah. you just want one hole? I, I, I thought about it too. And like before that, and when somebody else has a hole in their backyard, like Jim Nance or something. Yeah. And I was like, but if you just play the same hole all the time, it'd be boring. What There's fun a house. Would that be? And like, like you're so rich, you can golf whenever yeah, you want. Yeah, it's that more about real... practicing. It. There's a house for sale in Calgary that has a nine hole golf course on it. Yeah, you sent me that. That was a cool. That's, that's it crazy, looks crazy, awesome, man. That, no, that in like cool. in a residential area in yeah. Calgary. Yeah, you got to maintain the crap out of that thing, I'm sure. Oh, sure that's your problem, eh? You're standing on the third green well, no, of your own fair, golf course. Like, you're like, no, it would be a huge problem. You'd be yeah. annoyed as fuck. <laughs> like, that green been cut incorrectly again. Bring me the head of the greensman. That's what you'd say. Yeah, you have to, like, have, like, a full-time employee to, like, just keep it all in. Well, they cut it. Shape. Like, uh, an 18-hole golf course has a full, obviously, full ground yeah. screw that works every day. Yeah. Like, they don't cut the fairways every single Listen day. Listen to me. Maybe if you don't want to have the proper ground screw, don't buy your own golf course, you cheap ass. I'm just saying, yeah, you're, you're, the better use of your <laughs> time, money, would probably just Retirement be a normal account. home mm-hmm. and then just, you know. A membership at a golf course. A membership course. at a golf no. course, a private club. I want even more and affordable. That's what the guy says to himself. <laughs> I want my money to go way less. Yeah. Do you think if he's like, it's like they're greased at like 1130 at night the night before him and his three buddies and like, we want to play around tomorrow. But the staff's not coming in, and it's like he's got to call a beer cart girl, and like, <laughs> I'm sure he just bring beer from his own fridge. But sure, yeah, but you got to keep it cold. Yeah, okay. Or him and his buddies are greased up at 11:30, and they're like, "Should we try to knock out nine? That yeah. would be the biggest benefit of it. Is like, yeah, like eight o'clock at night, you and your buddies are pounding beers, and you're like, "Let's go play a quick nine. Did you see this lit this this first lit golf course in North America that they're going to build yeah. in Tempe, Arizona? So I saw it on Instagram. So okay, it said first, but it's definitely not the first. No, no, no. Asia has no. My buddy went to Florida this last winter and played one, and a full eighteen hole lit golf course. Straight up, dude. Oh was... well, then it's got to be the first one in Canada. Then or in wait, yeah, because no, but Arizona. I saw the post too. Um, they said first one in North America. Yeah, Maybe the internet's wrong. It happens all the time. I once oh. thought Sam Gagne was going to be the captain of the Oilers. <laughs> I read that once. I would love to do that. I know Cattail Crossing on the north end there. They do like glow-in-the-dark golf. That'd yep. be fun to try once. I've done it. But like if there was a night golf course in Edmonton, oh, that'd be great. Can you imagine teeing off at like 9.45 at night? That'd light for a little bit, and then it just goes right Listen, into dusk. And you any field can be a golf course if committed enough. Speaking of jury duty... <laughs> <laughs> night golf would be legit i'm also night golf would be so much fun that tiger woods uh putting putt putt putt, putt, putt? yeah oh that looks like a lot of fun i've never seen this you've never seen the tiger woods i like how they're like hey tiger you want 700 million dollars to join live he's like no no i'm just gonna design this mini golf course instead so it's called pop stroke it's opening up in arizona pop stroke tiger should be allowed to call Everybody anything does that. everything in arizona eh Taxes. Um, oh, five locations coming. All in Florida. I'm, I'm trying to, sh- <laughs> I want to show you uh, the pictures of it. 
but I'm not sure how I can get there. Eat and drink. So it's kind of like Top Golf, but for mini golf is kind of like what they're. Well, that'll uh, be a good time. Yeah. Oh, it's got premium ice cream. Good. <laughs> it's seven hundred dollars a scoop. Yeah. Tiger's got to recoup. Oh, this might come over uh, the speakers a little bit. I'm going to make sure it's muted. Oh my gosh, it's like full on greens with actual traps off Dude, the side. That is a lot look of at fun. It, man. It's crazy. Would that not be the most fun way to spend an afternoon? Amazing. Yeah, it'd be pretty sweet. Also, there's that talk about the new indoor golf league that him and Rory are yep, doing. Yeah. Yep. That actually, like, the way it's been kind of spun out there is like, uh, I think we're just watching a local news broadcast about this Tiger Woods golf course. It looks like a ton of fun, is my point. That's oh, like a, she does. She Her first putt, not so bad. Not so bad. Um, but the premium indoor golf league they're starting. Basically, going to be guys hitting into, like, simulators more or less i think nobody wants this i kind of do okay i I stand corrected stars on mars they're gonna put it in that little quiet gap of the year or of the winter like right after i think the super bowl i think is when they're aiming to throw this thing i'm not 100 sure on the timing but it's gonna be like once a week and it's only gonna be like a two-hour tv live tv thing where two teams kind of go head-to-head playing each other i think that'll be like a fun little couple hours players will all be mic'd up in an enclosed area I think it might be kind of You know of what? Maybe having a beer, too. I'd like to see Justin Thomas, Ricky yeah. Fowler, Jordan Speed. I think they'd be light. It'd be, like, a fun, yeah. different way to watch golf. And, like, think of, like, how much fun major golf is. Not that this would be that, but, like, if every week it was, like, season standings and you watched it for two hours, rooted on your guys every Monday, it'd be cool. How come the match hasn't gotten bigger? Like, I they just know. did one, and I didn't hear a thing about it. Yeah, it's weird. It is so weird to have a professional golfer and a professional athlete from some other sport Play against each other, like play a in a, in a two man team against mm-hmm. another, and be have them mic'd up. That Tiger and, Woods not thing be better. Afterwards, you can go inside the clubhouse and you can uh, order dinner and get a foot massage. That's pop shop. You can order barbecue. Jones. Wait a minute, Jones I'm thinking barbecue and foot massage. Different Jones company. barbecue mm. and foot. That wrong one. Massage. That's the one I'm thinking of. <laughs> uh, speaking of golf. Oilers Nation Open coming out at the Millwoods Golf Course on September 1st. If you no foot Nate, massage. No foot massage. Oh, well, well, that, well that, let's, yeah, yeah, I don't it's know. not settled yet. Yeah, what's happening on the 15th? Yep. NationGear.ca. If you got a foursome, 1000 bucks, going to be a lot of fun. If you want to sign up as a solo, you can do that. Would also be a lot of fun. Scramble tournament. Um, have a dinner after. Gregor gives a speech. Lots of fun. All the money from this, by the way, goes to support Gregor's grads. So, again, get your team signed up. 1000 bucks for a foursome. It is a party. We have a good banquet after. There's, like, prizes, a good little goodie bag. Chance to win a ton of cool stuff. If you're sitting there and you're like, I don't have the wherewithal to put together a group, join on your own. Mosaic groups. You yeah. can just come on your own. 250 bucks Goes to the kids. We will handle it. You'll have a good time. And we're still trying to decide what we're doing if we're auctioning off the chance to golf with me and Jane Chalmers. Or if we're slotting everybody into mosaic teams. Either way, it'll work. Yeah. You don't need to be part of a foursome to play. You don't. Which is a nice thing. Like, a lot of times I feel like that's a big we barrier. we got to start talking some more, so like, local celebrities to come and hang out at it. Dr. Randy Gregg. Strudwick. Yeah. How does he not come? He was there last. Dusty Nielsen. People there. probably like that guy. Hmm? He played a couple years ago. Did he? Hmm? Yeah, we've had everyone's kind of popped in and out at different points. Last year we had Kyle Brodziak, Noah Gregor. Oh, yeah. There's celebrities playing at this thing. Yeah. Pitbull was uh, there three years ago. Um, yeah. Us. Pitbull Worldwide. Pinball Clemens. Pinball Clemens is we there. We probably get Tony Yeo. Tony Yeo was there four years ago, I believe. Mm-hmm. Talking New York. City Spud. He'll be there in September. He will be there. Nelly just sold half his catalog for 50 million bucks. Do you guess see that? He, guess he doesn't wow. have to go on that little music tour he's been going on anymore. 
Who that Nelly? Yeah. Remember when I saw him? Oh yeah. He loves that though. I know he does. He loves being around. He loved it because he put on a hell of a show. Yeah. yeah. He's also very jacked. Nationgear.ca is where you can get into the annual Oilers Nation Open. September 1st, Millwoods Golf Course, all in support of Gregor's Gratz. Going to be a good afternoon. You have it booked off. You're good, Charles. You're not I'm good. Bail, yeah. September 1st. I'm not going to bail. No, I'm good. Just making sure. Just. I never bailed on a golf, like a golf tournament before. I missed a few podcasts. Hey, people. Like, you know what? Oh, Electric Jordan. I don't need the reminder that we have a podcast anymore, buddy. <laughs> Please keep saying. I know reminders. when they are. Unfortunately, sometimes life gets in my the way. real job doesn't give a shit. No. Okay, listen to this story Tony Yayo told about him and Fifty are dealing drugs. Okay, back in the day before they both hit. Sure, and Fifty just started drug dealing, and he says, "I can tell the story now because the statute of limitations has worn off." This is the kind of guy Fifty Cent is. Fifty Cent went out at twelve years old and started selling drugs in the hood. And got this big order in, and then he went and hired people to come in and rob all the other dealers in his neighborhood, so they were all off the street, and 13-year-old 50 Cent was the only guy with drugs. Did he jack the price up? Yeah. And that, Tony Yeo's like, you don't understand. the moral understand. of that story is... 50 Cent is smart. And Tony Yeo kept coming back to, <laughs> 50 Cent is much smarter than you give him credit for. And here's a story of how he made so much dealing when he was 13. I think that's an interesting story. He was so Ron's smart, he would have got shot five times. He was shot nine times and lived. Every bullet makes you dumber. No. What? Every bullet makes you cooler. <laughs> if he'd only been shot eight times, he would have been 40 cent, and he wouldn't have gone anywhere. Well, 20% less shootings, 20% less cent. And that all adds up. You me. know what, Chalmers? I would have thought that you'd have been interested that 50 cent was such a cunning, devious man. I've always thought that, though. <laughs> Just you don't really know how to add. He guy made a lot of money off of vitamin water. He's obviously smart. Well, he did make a lot of money off vitamin water. Hell he yeah. stole a whole guy's persona. Well, there is that. But Rick Ross did too. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh well. But yes, don't you don't I don't need the reminders. I know when the So you don't is. need any store oh from Electronic Jordan? Yeah, that's fair. That's nice Anybody. that he takes the trouble. No, it's Electronic just, Jordan keeps it's not just him. I do like it though. He's funny. Leave us some reviews as well. That'll give us some podcast content for next Monday when I'm on vacation. Avoid the grind. I know a funny story that Bagmo specifically will enjoy. I was watching the threads migration hmm. and I thought to myself, huh, Elon calling Zuck a cuck is quite funny. I love it. Zuck's Just, yeah, probably, it's a funny insult. Yeah. Zuck's probably hella annoyed. There's only one thing that could happen to make to Elon to make this worse, and that'd be if the guy that tracked his jet popped up on threads. Remember that kid? Yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. He's on threads. Oh no. The guy, he's <laughs> got public data of when where Elon's flying, and Elon offered him five thousand dollars to stop telling the world exactly where he is. How does he know? It's publicly available FAA data. So it has to file a log recorder. You can't not tell where you are. Right. But that guy got kicked off Twitter and Elon bought it and banned. Yeah. And now Zuck let them onto threads. 100 million users. That's funny. 100 million like crazy. And I love it. I love posting content on there. Threads is fun. Threads is a good time. You going to go to threads, Joe? I'm on it. We're at uh, 7K Shh. for the nation right now. We're, how I, much? So 7K. I don't get it. So it's like... Why, if I'm public, also, do I have to like allow people to follow? I don't know. All these were requested, and I had to like let them. You do have that it. many people want to? Oh, you can change that in your settings. Also, Elon said he wants he wants to challenge Zuck to a literal dick measuring contest. And he tweeted the little ruler emoji. I don't think this is going to go well, Elon. <laughs> you better stop pissing off Zuck. The guy's training. You got a hundred million of your users. Yeah. 
Well, there you have it, folks. I have a dev call to get to. Yeah. Fairly uh, well. Good you episode of the pod, everybody. <laughs> I actually thought this was a solid episode. We covered a lot of good stuff. With not a lot to like talk about. Yeah, with the, with there's with tons grind. to and talk grind, about. Grind days of summer or dog days of summer. After a, lo- a weekend where... We- Still three weeks away from Big Brother, for fuck's sake. Yeah, we will see everybody when we do a pod Thursday from Remax Field. Enjoy. <sighs> I'm so excited. I'm excited too. Nothing on Monday. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. 